Welcome everyone to another episode of Bravcast. I'm Raj. I'm Mick. So today we are joined by a very special guest. I'm really excited because uh, this is someone who reached out to us actually very, very early on in our podcasting. I mean, we're early, still we're early into our podcasting experience, but this was like super early days. And she just reached out and was like, we should just do an episode together. And that was it. And, um, you know, we we, we connected, um, we, we joined um, her episode and uh, now we've invited Kieran to come on ours. So uh, I'd like to all to give a warm welcome to Kieran McKay um, from the Middle Fingers Up podcast. There we go. Oh. That's the clap. Do I get the clap? You get the clap. You get the clap. You get the clap. It's like college all over again. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so just a little bit of background about Middle Fingers Up. Um, so it's a platform with a mission to amplify the voices of those often unheard, especially people of color and the experiences of children of immigrant parents, which actually is a lot of some like overlap and similarities uh with with the types of things um you and i discuss on this um i kind of feel like this is like our sister podcast or our cousin podcasts like from you know from like another country yeah super excited so uh yeah welcome welcome kira i'm so happy to have you on bravcast and yes you are an honorary brav for this episode what's up bravs what's up bravs (laughs) Yeah. Did, did i did i interrupt already i mean no you didn't okay, how's okay, it going okay, what's what's yeah, yeah what's going on it. oh it's you know it's good i mean i'm in like middle of the day here how are you it's nighttime over there again that's sort of how we have to do this when we get together it is yeah it's uh it's quarter to quarter to 10 so it's it's not too late it's not too late do you both work tomorrow yes yes it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little late thank you <laughs> But to be fair, Raj, it's early for us because we normally say we would do one at 10 on a yeah. Thursday and we end up doing it at 10, 30, 11, oh. maybe. Yeah. yeah. So, you is, You're welcome yeah. for keeping you in line. Yeah. There you go. So, so yeah, this is, a, this is actually an early, early episode for us. But yeah, really, really pleased to, to have you join us, Kieran. Um, I was actually listening to some of your your episode like earlier episodes um because i really wanted to understand how you started out um i feel like you probably started off middle fingers up just before um like, like a, a few months before we started when was that like when yeah, like, yeah. you want to tell us a little bit about like, how it all came came into being yeah we actually were coming up and i don't first of all i, I should start with where my manners congrats on 25th that's oh, a huge thank you. deal. And so my turn to give you guys the clap right go. here. Yeah, that's that's so big. And I'm so excited for you guys. And I listened because the episode came out today and your wives are on there. So learned a lot about them and you guys and our cultures, just how how many similarities, but differences from just having all this space between us from North America to uh, the UK. So really cool episode. I hope they come back again. Um, and we're we're at uh, we're just actually at the end of the month going to celebrate our first birthday. Oh, so, amazing! Wow. Yeah, November twenty eighth. So that's kind of cute. Yeah. Nice, nice. Congrats, congrats. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Do you know what? And I was that was we. I noticed obviously a few days ago that you hit 50, 53 now. Yeah. You're on fifty three yeah. episodes. So it's yeah, just like yeah, yeah. This is this is that that thing we talk about when we go to family members' houses and we bring a <laughs> gift. And then this happened to us when we were in Vancouver. We went to go see a 
family member's <laughs> baby and we brought our gifts and then we left with more money than we gave and we felt oh like God. the cheap people i know it's like yeah. why are we getting money we're grown-ups and like yeah i know so now we're just doing that thing where we're yeah, exactly. giving a, a 20 dollar exactly. bail or whatever it is back but, <laughs> yeah no that's thank you and i think you guys know what that's like it's every every chance we get we should celebrate these milestones because it's so cool what you guys are doing over there and I know you have life, you have kids, you have everything in between and the time that you put together for the community and you guys are blowing up and I told you you would. So this <laughs> is, you know, I, I knew this would happen because uh, we need this. We need what you guys are doing. So it's so cool that you guys are at 25. That's Thank you. Feel. It is, it yeah. is a labor of love. Um, and uh, I feel like, I mean, even since we first connected, uh, I feel like we've been cheering each other on like any smaller milestone that comes up. Like we send each other messages, which is nice because yes. it's, it's quite hard doing this. Like I've, I've felt a next level of imposter syndrome because this is a completely new world for me. Like I don't have a background in any of this space, right? Like content creation, podcasting, any of the, I've never done any of this before. Neither of has Mick, right? Neither of us have. So um, you're kind of like fumbling your way like your way around and trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work and a lot of it is trial and error and we're just constantly experimenting right like like last last week's episode we st i think down to the minute before we started we weren't sure exactly how we were going to do it like whether we were going to be on it as well or whether it was just going to be um Guggen and Nish so like yeah it's it may come across as if it, or maybe it doesn't come across as if it's polished, but right, but like it may it may come across yeah, as if there's a bit more thought that's gone into it because yeah. it's so polished. And this is something I will interrupt for because it you guys have surpassed in so many ways that it's so funny when I hear you say, "Oh, this isn't our thing. We don't do this." And just sometimes there's that natural natural like creativity within us, and it definitely has come out for for both of you. And I, I hear you; it is a lot of work, but I, I feel that. And I learned this from you both when you were on just the reminder that we only have so much time in the day. And and with that time in the day, when people allocate it to you and your show, mm -hmm. that's that that's a big deal. So that, that kind of makes it worth it in the end when you're doing your late night recordings or editing and all that, because um, it's needed. And I think it's going to be herky jerky in, in the beginning because we have no one to follow really, right? Like hmm. we're, we're creating our own space with, with our community and whether it's artists or people podcasting, actors, directors, whoever out there in the arts world. So yeah, you, we kind of have to fumble and fall. And that's why I think having a little community to back you up or mm -hmm. send the little heart emoji and whatever those little things are when we're like, uh, who wants to listen to me? You know, like I'm not a public figure, <laughs> you know, like I don't, I don't know. I'm just figuring it out. But I, I, I think it's, it's nice to have that, that connection back and forth. So I've been really enjoying following you, you both, you're, you're hilarious and your wives are amazing. So this whole, this whole thing you guys got going on has been, uh, it's been an honor to be invited here. It's cool to be part of it. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Um, so I wanted to just, you know, get a bit more of the backstory, right? Middle mm. fingers up. Um, you started this almost a year ago to mm. the day. Um, what's been, what's the journey been like and how, like, how did this all come into being? Like, tell us, tell us, like, talk us through it. Yeah. Thank you for asking that question. I think it's always good to remember where, where these things started from. And so, uh, like any good story, it starts with a bad experience. And, and you know, it's like that you're, you're watching the 
the kid in the movie that's had a bad thing happen and you're wondering what they're going to do. And in, in my case, it was just a lot of things going on with uh, my, I worked in mental health for several years and that was getting a little taxing because I wasn't able to be there for my boys. I have two boys, 12 and almost 10. And uh, I really appreciated my husband was sort of taking the lead, being the primary caregiver. And so I just was like, what am I doing? And then uh, we had a death, we had a family member pass away or a good friend pass away. And those things, you know, always when it's close in age, you sort of think, oh my goodness. And, um, and then there was this really bad experience that happened to my sister and I, where we both were at a really popular local establishment here in Calgary and uh, where we experienced uh, racism and it was really disheartening uh, how, we, how you know, people responded to it, the people of this establishment, as well as my brother's 10 years younger and we were out with his future wife-to-be and all their friends and when my sister and I were really upset about how this sort of went down, these guys were very immune and responded with, well, you know, like, if we if we respond to all of these, then we'll have nowhere to be, we'll have nowhere to go. And I was like, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> right? Like, why why are we still dealing with this? And and why is it that when we share these rough experiences of the response back is uh, you, you calm down? And it's like, no, calm that calm that situation or the lack of education down. It's not it's not the people that are experiencing it. And so I think I just shut down for a bit and which is not like me, as you guys know, you've known me for a minute and you're like, oh, your energy went from low to high. Like that's usually if the energy's not there, there's something going on. And so it's just, I think it's just like you thinking about what, what am I doing? What do I want to teach these boys that are also half white? <laughs> so there's like that whole thing in there. And, and anyways, um, lost my voice for a bit. And I think that was probably a good thing because out of that, we, I had a lot of support with family and my husband and, and we just thought maybe this is an opportunity when something shitty like this happens, we decide to, you know, kind of like the catalyst to change and who, who cares how many people listen or follow or what, that, that'll come over time. But if we, if we create a platform where voices can be heard and similar scenarios, just like you, when you guys are talking about the Wali, it's so cool to be able to listen to an episode that's not about Christmas. It's about mm -hmm. the Wali, right? And, and you, you get to share these experiences where you're like, oh my gosh, that happens to me. And and that's connection. And and that's that's sort of what we're trying to do is build some connection, hope for um, you know, shedding some light on the fact that we can we can make changes and manage your mental health and um as long as we're talking, you know. So so that's kind of how we we came about. We just middle fingers up is all about, you know, uh being in your face, which is kind of like how I am and uh trauma, right? And then how do you deal with all that? So that's that's where Middle Fingers Up came came from. And um, it's been fun because I do this all the time. So this is like if you <laughs> all of our family photos are always like, you know, we're we were at a wedding a couple of weeks ago in Vancouver and we're all dressed up and the cameraman's I'm, you know, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa we gotta get our fingers up. And everyone's like, Oh my god, like this lady here, what is she doing? And my kids are like, Yeah, I fought and my one kid's like everyone's pointing their fingers to the camera and my older son is pointing them right at me. I'm like, Oh, okay, I gotta I gotta work on this. But, but yeah, it's, just, it's about building community, right? So yeah, you know, so that's that's Definitely. middle fingers, and and we'll see. As you know, we we start somewhere, and even twenty five episodes in, I'm sure it's like where have you, you know, where you started to where you're going, and who knows where the next steps are going to be. So it's kind of the fun part of the journey. You don't have it all figured out. Yeah, 100%. definitely. 
I think um, something I wanted to ask you actually, Kieran, as well, right? Um, you mentioned, obviously, um, you know, trying to find that connection and uh, listening to a few of your episodes as well. And I realized something, you know, we we try to, as Indians, not, all, not always, you're proud to be Indian, you know, and your culture, etc. But sometimes you're like, oh, you know, when, when you're going through a struggle because of your culture, you're like, oh, why can't I just be, you know, a different, uh, you know, different race or, you know, because they don't go through that. But then you real when you do get that freedom, right? to do make your own decisions uh in terms of who you're going to marry etc right and then you re- and you're in your own home and you you actually miss that connection because when you go back to your parents house you know those days where you sat on a couch do it you know on your phone or whatever but your your mom was watching that indian cereal that she always watched and that mm-hmm. that music in the background and or even the the things they do in the morning like pr- you know you know your dad goes to pray every morning so you lose you know you're not saying you lose it completely but when you wish it away uh, and you've got your own life and you don't have time for that anymore, when you go, you know, then you realize and you take a step back and you think to yourself, hey, you know what? Oh, you know, I wish I had that connection again, you know, because I feel like I'm losing it. So it's like kind of like you go left field and you want to go back and get that. And that's what resonated with me. Um, look, listening to a few of your um, your episodes, actually. Um, and I was like, shit, actually, you know what? Yeah, yeah I, you know, it'd be nice to go back to that a little bit because... That's that was your part of your upbringing at the end of the day, right? Um, yeah. I mean, how for your boys? How are you? Um, how are you managing that? Basically, you know, like both cultures. You know, um, how, how's that going for you? Yeah, that's a good question. And you're right. Like it's the nostalgia, right? When we when yeah. we think of our childhood, any anyone from any culture, you think of it's Christmas coming up, and I'm sure. Lots of kids, adults have memories of cookies being made and we have our traditions. And and I I think this is the joy of being in the 40s. I'm really grateful that I had an opportunity to get to the 40s because I think you just, for me, it was realization that like I'm just losing myself and and anyone that's been through that, you know what that's like. You don't feel like yourself, nothing tastes right. Uh, you can't see things in the right way or fuzzy. And um, and a lot of us had that fuzz during COVID too. And I think we can relate that way. And I think just in the last little bit, when I had that little bit of, oh, I need to slow down and reconnect with where I come from. Um, I think there it's like, it's wonderful to be able to now go back and also have family members that have always been with me that that maybe I wasn't as kind or respectful to because I was trying to fit in with the West. I always say it's a white girl complex. That's what I had. I wanted to be a white girl when I, when I grow up. And, uh, honestly, it wasn't until I hit my forties where I'm like, what, what, sorry guys, I swear so much, you know that, but it's like, literally like, what the fuck am I doing? Trying to be, (laughs) you know, like, it's just tiring. You're tired of being tired. And now there's so much space for us to be, both like to have the best of both worlds and I think that's just that's kind of like where where I'm at right now for me um trying to get back into the Punjabi music but it's things like that where I'm like yeah I used to dance in the living room with my cousins all the time right we used to like do these things and finding that in there and no one ever told me in my household that I couldn't like my husband never was like now that you're with me you must be white right like it it's just I I tricked myself to think something in order to um be accepted. And that's, that's the, rea- now it's like realizing the, the, the people that I thought accepted me, accepted me because I was being part of their culture. Uh, not all of them. I, I have lots of great friends and, and family members. However, I think it's like realizing mm, you gotta, you gotta 
you got to go back to your roots. As much as we complain and get upset with our, you know, children of immigrant parents' stories, where we come from is going to impact where we're going. And we can't lose sight of that because we can't go to where we want to go if we forget where we come from. So yeah, it's like, you know, time to time to embrace that. So and my husband's been great with that too. We've had a lot of lot of heart to hearts recently reading a book together that has been helping me figure out why I've struggled with these things. And I Ruby Hamads, I don't know if you guys know White Scars, uh, sorry, White Tears, Brown Scars. And she just she kind of mm-hmm. just yeah, she, it's it's a great book and it just helps a lot of people of color understand for me it did. Uh, what, how we get trapped into some of the Western ways and some of it is the way it's going to be and some of it is having to find our voice. Um, but starting at the beginning of a story, right? Instead of the middle. The, one, one thing uh, that I thought was really cool um, is that your, so your husband is basically like edit, edits yeah. your podcast episodes. Everything. But he also occasionally will come on um, and, and there's been episodes where you both have, jumped on and, and, and done an episode and I was listening to the one where you were talking about like you went on a road trip and it was just the mm-hmm. two of you and it was really nice like it was a really nice um it just kind of like th- you you were talking a lot about um like proximity and how you know being on a road trip is a quite a unique type of a way like experience to share with someone because you can't really go anywhere yeah. kind of with that person for like for better or for worse <laughs> right and you and, and, it, and if it's like I think in Canada or in the US like road trips is is much more of a thing than it is than it is here like because you, you can spend literally hours and hours and hours on yeah. the road like I think maybe six hours and you're in Scotland already yeah <laughs> from, from London so like that's yeah. it there's not much further you're done, than you. <laughs> yeah, you're done right um but yeah it was it was I, I found that really um it was a really like uh intimate episode because it felt like you were just like in the room with you know the two of you and just kind of oh. like the way that you were talking about things and just sharing you know how it, how it's important to have time to be a couple like even after having kids um because you know I've I me and Gogan have just started that journey right like we've been together and we've now just had a kid so we're going to be in like that is going to be our lives and I think there will be a point at which we're gonna you know almost look back and be like well what about us right like do we need to now reconnect and spend time as a couple and not be as a couple with our kids so it was I, I really enjoyed that one I really enjoyed that episode. yeah I I appreciate that I I we had a good time doing that one uh, that road trip was really kind. I think we needed it. And you know what? It's funny when when couples are having a baby and I don't know, you guys must do baby showers, right? As well. Mm-hmm. So is that what you call mm-hmm. it? Yeah. And so yeah. So you, now after having kids, when I go to a baby shower, I'm like, these fucking babies are going to get everything. So we always mm-hmm. give the couple a gift card to like go on a date or something because I, I feel that's one thing that I we really would have benefited from and learned along the way you know you feel disconnected you know how that goes and uh however when you're getting in you know in the beginning it's hard to figure a foggy figure everything out you're like what the heck we had all this time to watch that tv show and now we can't and oh my gosh all these things and you it's just easier to lose that that glue that held you together or, or that space gets wider and and bigger and bigger and sometimes it's hard to bring it back and so I don't know. For us, we've always we've always had um, these conversations about it's going to get shitty and fuck it gets shitty. Uh, but on the other flip side of that, it's nice to 
have the shitty together because we know we're going to come out of it. We're going to figure it out. You know, someone will laugh or whatever. So as long as also just so you know, as long as your wives talked about the whole farting thing and <laughs> I, I, I laughed so hard because I was telling Carrie this morning, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm totally part of the bruvs because I'm the only <laughs> woman in my house. I don't know why I'm telling everyone this, but whatever. <laughs> That's me. I get so from my kids and from my husband, from my family members. I get so much crap all the time because it's like my kids always teach me the manners, and I'm like, well, sometimes it's hard to get up and go or whatever. Then it's like, it's my house. I'm gonna fart where I want. But yeah, I just exactly. I laugh so hard at that because I thought, oh yeah, I totally, I totally uh, can laugh at both ends of that that thing. Yeah, but definitely. You know, those are the things, right? That I think build a relationship. The farts. Uh, if you can get through that, that's great. But yeah, so. <laughs> That that episode was a, was a fun one. We had a good time doing that. Will just, you guys just, do just, something with with the wives? Like, will they both come on? You think together with you? I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I think everything is on the table at the moment. Yeah. To be honest, um, like uh, we go on, Mick. You're gonna say no, something? I was just gonna say I, I don't know. You know why? Because before we um, actually logged on to this uh, podcast, as in before you joined, um, Kieran. You know, the first thing Rod said to me, these girls have got a lot of good feedback. And he should have seen <laughs> that, that face. And I was like, you seem worried. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but you know what? Sure. You, you guys brought it on too, because you <laughs> this is sort of the, the culture you created, right? From the beginning. So I was listening to it in a couple of times. I was like, ah, and then I was like, no, no, good for them. Uh, and <laughs> honestly, though, a lot of the things they did cover you know, I hope they do come back because a lot of what they talked about uh, should be talked about. And, and a lot of women, I think, are in a place where they are recognizing and want to talk about those things. Uh, and even like my mom wants to go back and talk about some of those things with me, too. Like sometimes yeah. parenting and postpartum in these things. And so a good for good for both of them to I mean, apart from, you know, harassing you both, which I'm sure you earned it. Um, but I got to stick with the ladies on this one. I can't, can't, you know, it's like bros before hoes. What's the thing for the, <laughs> the chicks before dicks? I don't know if I can say that. You're going to have to edit a lot, Raj. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> keeping that. <laughs> Canada, eh? This is how yeah. we do. Yeah, yeah, it's just how they talk over there. They just yeah. all talk like that. So uh, that's, what, that's what's up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think, I think, um, I think all options are open at the moment in terms yeah. of kind of like having them. And I, I, I really like, I love the episode um, that they did. And I think it was, I think it, I was, I was, I was impressed as well at how they, but they both kind of handled it because I remember Mick and I, when Mick and I were first doing our episodes, like there's, there's episodes that we've thrown out that just the flow wasn't there. We were like, we were getting in our heads about it. And no, you're being too it, polite. You're being, I'm sorry, I have to interrupt you there. You're being too polite. So check this. Go on then, bro. Go on then. Sitting, first episode. So Raj goes to me, do you want to Do you want to start a podcast? So I was like, yeah, cool. Um, it's like 11.30 at night. You know, I'm 40 minutes from my house because he lives further away now. And I'm thinking to myself, and he gets out his phone and he puts it on this stool in front of us in his living room, gets his phone out and press record. He goes, let's do it now. I was like, what? And then he like just introduced his podcast and all of a sudden he goes, Mick, this is where you start talking. And I'm like, oh, man, I, I just froze. You know, I just froze. I was like, what do we talk about? You know, and then he was like, what we normally talk about. And I was like, oh, this is harder than it, you know, than it than it looks or, you know, that oh, we're in our heads, etc. Sorry, Roger. I, but I just had to like, you know, just. No, you know, no, it's true. When you relive that moment, you know, um, 
to be fair, we're only 25 episodes in, but I don't know, um, Kieran, from, from your first episode, to be fair, listening to your yeah. first episode and the latest one, I don't, I just feel your comfort zones, your comfort zone was there, to be fair. I don't know, as a listener, I don't know if you felt, personally felt that way, but it's the way nice um, you. your sister-in-law and, and your brother were there as well, they just seemed so natural. And obviously you guys have you know, chemistry outside of, you know, you're relate or outside the podcast, obviously, because you're related, obviously. But, you know, I just think it's nice, you know, when you bring family members in as well, and they can, you know, really project you, you know, as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's a lovely way to talk about yourself without talking about yourself. Because, exactly. you're, you know, like, even, even with both your wives being on, they, they brought out so many cool things uh, in, in all the stories that they shared that taught us a lot about both of you and and I think that's that's a lovely thing for your listeners to get to know you and also I'm sure they have a big role in the background as well Massive. right like who's you know so you can't you that's a great partnership you kind of need both to be able to do what what you are doing and and I think that's the thing with creativity we we don't go there because there's we feel like there's so much that we have to put forth in a nine to five or whatever I don't know your hours or nine to five but you know like the regular hustle bustle Monday to Friday thing and that's great we need to put the food on the table but when we want to find that little light back that we lost those people are the ones that are going to help us more than anything because they're the ones that, are, that when you have imposter syndrome they're going to say you got this get mm -hmm. in there you talked about that thing that day and that was a big deal or i'm sure you run run things by them before you know like your the little segment we're going to do in a little bit i ran that by carrie too I'm like should i bring this one up like mm -hmm. here's a struggle and i can find find the funny in it this way but yeah. you know and y y it's nice to have have partnership in a way that you can and also i'm sure they keep you humble right like carrie's always yeah. like yeah can you can you talk better sometimes you know or <laughs> let the other person talk and you're like, right thank you and i'm grateful for that it's not i'm not complaining yeah. i'm sure right for you too you're thanks for keeping thanks for caring enough to tell yeah. me you know, so absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I, I actually, yeah, also touching on what Mick was saying, I think from the first episode that you have done, the way that you introduce your segment has unch is unchanged, right? Like you, is it you hold where we hold our heads high and our middle fingers higher, yeah. yeah, and like it's consistent and it's clean. Like we, I think we got into like after ten episodes, we're like, bruv, we need a format. <laughs> <laughs> Because we're like going all over the shop. Like we need something. We need something. Like if if two people are talking about this podcast and one person is trying to tell the other person what it's about, they need to be able to describe it in like a sentence. Not be like, oh yeah, this is two guys just chatting shit for like <laughs> for like an hour. <laughs> um, but yeah, how that's a, that's a great one though. Your your slogan. Your it's a, it's a great tag because it does sum it all up. I was telling my friend that does my eyebrows today about both of you and and exactly use the slogan too and like this is you know it's their way of using comedy uh to bring out some of the things that were many of us are thinking about or worried about and uh but you get to laugh your ass off while while you're going through that and that's a great way to celebrate mental health when you're laughing you know so yeah over here right there clap right back there at you yeah. i gave it back i gave yeah, it back yeah she gave it back she's ahead now <laughs> yeah. 
with all this clapping, you know what it reminds me of? You know, if you go to like, when you go to like an Indian wedding and then there's an uncle, when someone's doing a speech, right? There's, there's one, one uncle that just fucking interrupts. Go on, man. Oh, oh, funny, huh? Good night, huh? All this random shit, yeah? And you're like, let the guy down do the fucking speech, yeah? Or they start clapping early. They start clapping early or they clap late. Yeah. I don't know. I yeah, don't know why it just popped into my head. It, but there's no, I'm one. glad it... I'm glad it did because I was just at an Indian wedding and I, I have to get this off my chest too. I, I have a note section on my phone that's like ideas for middle fingers up and the there's speeches and there's dances. Like they really, this the family really cares about this couple. They really gave a production and they did a great job. It was fun for all of us, probably sucked for all of them because it's a lot of work, but we had a good time. And people are doing speeches and they close the bars down as they like to, mm -hmm. to help people, right? And they even say there's a bar outside of the the banquet hall, like just in the mean kind of area of entry. There's also an outside patio. Go out there if you want to talk. It's all good. You want to catch up. And we were sitting close to one of the bars and people were fucking going, man. Like the bars closed or standing there and they're talking and talking and talking. And like... I just like have zero patience for that because to me, the weddings are the best fucking thing in the world and I mm -hmm. take them seriously and it's a bet. It's a free date, first of all, and you get to dress up, eat, dance, do all this stuff. Like I love them. And also I love this couple and I want to hear what everyone's saying. So, <coughs> excuse me, finally, I couldn't help it. And so I'm like, sh like so loud. I don't want to yell it in the mic, but just shush the whole bar so hard. And my sister's sitting next to me and my sister's the middle child so you know Raj you can kind of you get that it's like the pleaser and she's like hey it's not our it's not our event it's okay it's not our event let it go let it go and I'm like fuck you too man and I'm like, like up to these people and then like people shut up I the groom came up to me later and he's like we watched that from the stage thank you for that and I'm like I'm sorry and then a couple people from other tables came up they're like thank you for that thank you for that so I looked at my sister and I'm like fuck you we needed this <laughs> but then the loudness continued right because you can only do it for so long and so when the groom got up his like speech was the first time in my life that I have seen you could hear a pin drop it was so silent because he started his speech in Punjabi and it's it's not the greatest Punjabi. So, you know, it takes a lot of vulnerability and courage mm -hmm. to get up there and tell this story in Punjabi. And it was like a little letter back to his grandpa about how they used to talk about when he was little and when, when you're going to get married. And so everybody stopped talking and I thought, you know what it is? Like, I hate these people by the bar, but now I feel bad because it's connection again. And, yeah. you know, like yeah. it, it connection is on so many different levels. And I think we have to be respectful that we're going to this event and we need to stop and think about the people who we're showing up for. But at the same time, I get it. Like we're, you know, we talked about the roots and starting at the beginning. Like I think a lot of people in our community appreciate when we when we go back to the our roots and speaker language or get connected in that way. And so I was I was amazed by the by the groom's ability to get everybody to stop talking. So that I thought that was pretty good. But man, that's a middle fingers up. If you're at the bar and you're talking, like you should shame on you mm. is what I say to that. Are you, is that do you guys do that? Doing a if, no, if, if someone's doing the speech, like we put yeah. a lot of we put a lot of effort in it. Like so there's been like, you know, what, six of us that have got married. And when we do the speeches for each other's weddings, it's like a production. Like there's yeah. a lot of research that goes into it. A lot of like video editing and that comes out to it so it's 
it's hard and also some people aren't you know natural or like comfortable or confident at doing speeches so it's already hard to get up there and stand in front of like a massive group so yeah if you have people like chatting away or if you have that uncle that's a being a nuisance then um yeah it doesn't it doesn't help the situation so yeah we should all have a kieran like a, a kieran <laughs> yeah. at every oh, wedding as, just by the bar my, yeah my boys <laughs> call me karen they're like <laughs> karen mom and i'm like get like yeah all the time such a karen my oldest son was sitting at the table and he looked locked eyes with me and he's like karen and i'm like no whatever everybody needs a karen and you know oldest daughter syndrome right you gotta yeah. you gotta be in charge of everyone there's a gap in the market everyone needs to have a karen at the yeah uh, yeah, yeah you hire a karen <laughs> yeah. like, it should come with like the package of like okay so this is yeah, yeah. this is the food this is the menu this is the dj this is the decor and you have a karen as well will make sure that no one is speaking too loud when the speeches are happening and, and be like, yeah, they'll charge you an extra, like, I don't know, how much, a thousand? That's about the standard, right? <laughs> Having a marriage is a grand nowadays, right? Like, everything, everything is, is, everything. You can't do anything yeah. for less than a grand. Like, they, no. they, they, no one will talk to you. No, no. Now. It is literally the standard. It does not matter what you're, if you're buying a green pepper, it's a thousand dollars. If you're, <laughs> seriously, right? Going to these weddings, it's no more, you can't give the the minimum amount that back in the day, think inflation has messed us all up, so... Thanks, COVID. Um, one thing that I, I did want to touch on um, before we get to the uh, share the struggle um, mm. is the last episode. Um, so that you did, uh, Middle Fingers Up, uh, which was Nisha. Yeah. Um, that episode was was phenomenal. I really liked it. I really appreciated the vulnerability um, and. I made a, a couple of notes like you had this analogy of, of um, a, like a leaky faucet analogy and you're just talking about like staying quiet is harder than speaking up and just really talking about how there can al almost be like um, an expectation to stay quiet and not speak up, especially uh, as a woman, especially going through um, things like postpartum. And I think N Nisha's story was unique because she was also um going through a, um the loss of her father and then the birth of a child right her third yeah. child so it was very deep um just to kind of like hear it and 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 um get that perspective and just hear a an asian woman talking you know deeply about mental health which mm -hmm. i've never heard anyone talking like that and i think as a guy um it i think you're giving people a platform to to have these conversations and show their vulnerability but you're also helping educate men um, and asian men about what is going on on the other side right because if you're if you're married to someone if you're having a child with someone or you've had a child with someone recently yes you're with them 24 7 but they may not always be comfortable in telling you all of the things like the deepest and the darkest things that are happening especially with postpartum and all the rest of it so I, yeah, I, I just wanted to kind of like applaud you for, for doing that, doing that episode, because I think it was really, it really hit hard for me, like um, listening to that. And um, I think one thing that, you know, Mick and I, we all, I'm always sending him like feedback that we get, like someone might send us a note on Instagram or we might get an anonymous feedback. And one time we got a message, recently we got a, a message from a listener saying, you know, that the the podcast actually helped them through a tough time that they were going through. We're just sitting with, with you know, a mic and we don't know where this is going and, you know, no expectations or anything. But the fact that 
this is helping people or giving them entertainment or kind of like get, getting them like through something um, is, is really, uh, you know, rewarding. Um, and I just wanted to kind of say that I don't, I don't think you will or ever will understand the impact that what you are doing is having on people, all the listeners and like whatever people are going through, just hearing some of those things may actually kind of make them open up, make them kind of seek help and, and all the rest of it. So, yeah, I thought it was great. So I just wanted to kind of give you a. Oh man! <laughs> As I'm like, now we are ahead. Years like, here. Now I have to accept this clap and wipe my tears. That was really. Thank you for that. You're. Well said, Raj. I know. Don't worry, it's coming back soon. But um, that that was really meaningful. I appreciate that because you're you're. I'm sure in the same boat. It's that imposter syndrome. It's hard to. It's hard to sometimes think you are doing the right thing or the good thing or, you know, are people going to get offended because this isn't about shutting conversations. It's about opening doors and all this stuff. But I think you said it really well right now. Like we don't know where this is going and that's life. And we we just have this – we're so blessed to be in this place where we have so much safety to be able to talk or, you know, hug someone or Google what to do when I'm having intrusive thoughts. And our parents didn't get that and generations before didn't get that. And I think we're fortunate that the next generations are ho hopefully going to carry that and, and get better education. But it's just it's just about talking about everyday real stories. And, you know, you go on Netflix and there's great celebrities that we all want to know their story and what happened and that tragic thing. And I think that's great. But also, that's not you, that's not me, and that's not like the billions of however many of us are around the world. That's a small percentage. And when you get to hear someone share something, whether it's a funny story about polishing your boots or it's about, am I going to harm myself? I, I think that's, again, where we connect. And then we're going to make better decisions as humans. We're going to feel the love we're gonna have self-compassion and hopefully you know have better communities and that's what it is at the end of the day and nisha's story i cried the whole time when i was listening to it the other day and it's the first time i've done that during an episode because she's the first one from our community that's come on the show that literally was worried about imposter syndrome had was blown away when i was like i really want to talk to you uh because she just thought what would I have to give? And I don't know when people, when people start with that, I'm like, you're the one that has so much to yeah. give. You're just, you just, you just need someone to tell you that we need it out. And yeah, the feedback we get, I I'm with you when someone messages you and says that that hit home or that helped, or just thank you for that. Or, you know, I had a, had a Chinese woman on a, a few episodes ago and I had a Chinese friend message me this long message about, to hear a woman from my community talk about the struggles of growing up as a, you know with Chinese immigrant parents and this woman is going through breast cancer and to hear her talk about these sorts of things she's like I'm just crying in my car right now because I, I feel like oh my gosh someone gets it and I think when you connect with your culture in that way like you have this aha moment of oh this is why it's so important to build each other up instead mm -hmm. of looking at each other as competition yeah. or jealousy like we already have that fight with the rest of the world we we need to be there for each other and and you know people of color I, it doesn't matter if you're punjabi or hindu or what chinese like people of color we we i think as 
right? We're the global majority. So there's more of us. And I think when you feel like you got these people having your back, you're more inclined to want to come and talk. But people like I had, a, I had yesterday I recorded with, this is the first time uh, someone on their own that no one referred um, or I didn't reach out myself. They were a true listener and they were like, I was inspired by a story and I actually know that person and I have a similar story and I want to talk about my addiction. And this is a young guy. He's not even 30. He's from B, uh, like Vancouver. Uh, so battling, uh, was a battling addiction, but has been in recovery for four years. And it was such a cool conversation because I was telling my husband, I'm like, you know, it's hard for guys to talk in our community. He, he's in this place where he's figuring out the vocabulary behind some of the things that have caused him to go into, had caused him to have the addiction. And I think that's so cool because that guy is going to influence way more people than I, I could ever, you know, hope for because there's so many guys in our community that are suffering with addiction and think, you know, like they don't, we don't know the line of having a good time and needing the drink to, to, for all the, you know, reasons that we continue to do it. So people like that, I'm, I bow down to, I'm so grateful for because they're the ones that make us keep doing what we're doing, right? If we don't have their their buy-in and their support, then it'd just be the three of us talking and listening to each other's <laughs> episodes, <laughs> right? Exactly. Give, and obviously, like, giving, like, them a platform as well. And for them, it's like they're showing their bravery in the sense that they're just um, – do you know that relief? Like, I don't know how, if you feel this, but when you've, when you've carried something with you for so long and then you're just like, fuck it, you know what? I need to get this out. And – I think from that moment it's that like you let fart, it all out. It's a good fart. It's, it's yeah. a good fart. It's a gassy <laughs> fart. Right? That you've been holding in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you let it out and you're like, I feel so much yeah. better. Sorry, but yeah. go. Yeah. No, no, exactly. And, but it's not, you know, the relief from the fart, but the relief is long-term relief in the sense that, you know, you're, you could change as a person. You can become much more open. Like, um, just, and. I think this this is for us as well, like in the sense that I don't know about, you know, I'm sure with you, Kieran and you, Raj, so for me, since I've, you know, we've started doing this podcast, now everything that we talk about is kind of honest and out in the open. So I'm more open with, you know, more, you know, people probably wasn't as open with before, you know, uh, just talking to them. And I think they feel more comfortable talking maybe to us as well, right? Mm. Because there's nothing, you know, you, you are as you are on this podcast, as you are, you know, walking you know, you're living your everyday life now. So, um, and I think, I think that's, that's the beauty of it. And, yeah. you know, getting that positive feedback, um, you know, when, when you've helped someone or when you don't, weren't expecting to get that feedback, it's like, you know, it's like, you no, know, on a game, you've got that power bar on street bar, street fighter, boom, you know, and you want to start recording again. Yeah. You're right. This relief of, I think also like, oh, are you hearing that? Yeah. I don't know where that's coming from. Sorry. <laughs> that was my way. That was a, I think that was a motorbike going past. Oh, right. Oh, my bad. Okay. <laughs> I was like, crazy. oh my gosh, that was loud. Yeah, I thought like um, it was some spaceship bad. or something. I was like, is it just me? My headphones? Cause then... Mick was about to get abducted. That's what it was. That was a really big fart. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That topic rears its way in every damn i think from that what the dirty episode that we did <laughs> pretty much every episode since somehow that topic comes in yeah. in like some subtle ways it's it's boy talk too i live in a house full of boys it's funny that i'm the farter but poo poo pee pee butt talk is just constant <laughs> in our house 
constantly mooning each other. I have to witness all this. Like it, I live in a frat house. So I, I, yeah, the butt talk for sure. And I also agree with the bathrooms. Like why, why do we have to like have such a, you know, not safe stall to be able to do oh, a yeah. number two. And I, yeah. I do appreciate now. So it's the like new... that in Canada, right? Oh yeah. But the new establishments are, are taking that whole unisex sort of all gender bathroom that Europe's always had. And okay. it's, you go into a little tiny room and the door okay. closes and that's when you're like, yes, yes. everyone's yes. farting it like freely <laughs> and, you know, doing whatever it is. Cause otherwise, yeah, I, I, I can't. I I have stage fright, man. I can't go to the bathroom no. like that. And yeah. do you feel exposed? Hundred percent, man. Yeah. And like, probably not even enough toilet paper too. Like that's the other yeah, thing, you know. Like you true. just and bidets. Like you know, there's there's no there's no bidets, so it's not happening. Yeah. No. Yeah. Did you guys ever grow up with uh, the the Indian bidet where we had the sour cream container <laughs> or like a little bottle? <laughs> by the toilet? No, but you know what? You know what? Yeah, we didn't have a sour cream. <laughs> but we had we had these uh, I don't know Mick do you remember Unigate Unigate used to be these milk milk bottles that we used to get glass milk bottles that used to get oh, yes. right? it's better That's glass high milk end, bottles and um, you'd have a, like, like the OG like milkman would come and you know oh. you'd get your new milk bottles every like every every couple of days but I I remember like when I was younger I was, I was so confused I was like why is there a why is there a milk bottle in the toilet <laughs> make any sense like it's, it's always empty why yeah. does anyone ever take it down and then i was uh i was educated about what its purpose was <laughs> so yeah, it was yeah. a sour what, cream what, it was what? a unigate milk bottle uh, in a, so all in my white house. friends would be like what's going on why do you guys have this container here and i'm like just move along nothing to see just <laughs> put it in your diary about the weird thing the indian girl taught you today like i don't know get out of here now right but it's just like it's so embarrassing because you're like mom do you have to hot like have the sour cream container out man like put it away when the guests come you know but but you want to offer all of your hospitality or you want to offer the everything the indian bidet right. Right? it's, the, it's exactly. the full experience you got you know yeah when yeah. in rome yeah. exactly um so uh <laughs> let's let's get to the share share the struggle Ooh. find the funny do you have do you have a, a struggle that you would like to share with us yeah so i'm not sure if i'm going to be following your your template or structure, but I think there I think isn't. What I, have I mean, that's would... all it is. Okay. It's just okay. that. <laughs> so okay. you can go any direction okay. from here. And it's funny that I'm doing this with you two dudes, but it's okay. It's the it's about the period. So I, as I told you, I'm raising two boys. I'm the only woman in the house. And sometimes, often, once a month, I look like the crazy lady in the house. And you know, your children start to create their own conspiracy theories of like, what is up with our mother? Because one minute I was laughing and now I'm yelling at everyone. And the house is too dirty. And why is she wearing a bathrobe two days in a row laying on the couch crying? Right? <laughs> Watching love actually. It's, so I thought, okay, you know what? Why am I hiding this? Like I, I want to raise them to understand what happens. This is normal. Why am I so ashamed? And so I, they had sex ed at school and they kind of learned a little bit about it. And so one of them had already been like, Oh my gosh, like this happens to girls. Like I'm really sorry. And so he kind of already knew. So I let them know that this is what happens. I get the period as simple as possible, right? That this happens once a month, it's healthy. Uh, and with that, sometimes there's hormonal stuff and sometimes mom gets irritated. Sometimes mom needs a lot of chocolate. 
you just have to do your best to give mom everything she needs in those five days and treat her like the queen. Those five days. Because <laughs> like, you know, that's what you're supposed to tell them, aren't you? Right? Um, so I, I, I don't know. This was like a month later, a couple months later, and I guess I was having a bad, bad month. So I had the the candy drawer open. I'm like a gargoyle, like bent over and just like shoving chocolate in my mouth and wearing the bathrobe and just like <laughs> or eating it. And so my son comes around the corner and he's like, "Mom, like, what do you do? Like, so disgusted." Like, what are you doing? Oh, so gross. And I'm like, just look at him. I'm like, like, you know, leave me alone. And and then all of a sudden he's like, oh, <laughs> do you have your period? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, crumbs on my face. And he's like, okay, what day of five are you on right now? And I'm like, Fuck this, right? And he, I'm like, I don't know, two, two or three. Okay. Hang in there, mom. It's going to be okay. We only have a couple more days. Would you like me to bring some of these treats to the living room for you? Like, what can I do for you? You're going to be okay. And so he walks into the living room and my brother was living with us at the time. He was our Manny for several years and uh, Carrie's sitting out there and I, they heard the whole thing and I walk around the corner and their faces are just like, you know, like if anyone's not watching, I guess is, you know, wide mouth wide open. And I, I like came out of the corner and I, I didn't know whether to be like impressed or was he like patronizing me? Like, what the hell was that about? But <laughs> at the end of the day, it, we we go back to that story a lot together in the household, just the importance of instead of hiding it and constraining it, like just get it out, talk about it. And sometimes we're at our worst. And when we're at our worst, it's helpful for family members to know what that looks like so they can help us, right? Because I'm not going to necessarily being the best place. So I just always think about that gargoyle bathrobe chocolate <laughs> moment and my kid being like, oh. And so it was just, a, it was like one of those things where it's, it was fun af afterwards to talk about, but it, but you know, leading up to it or during it, I was like, okay, this is, I don't know if I overshared or what, which I happen to do too. But, but anyways, that was, that was like the thing that we can laugh about later. It's like now, now it's a running joke. Like, do you have your period? And I'm like, this isn't, this isn't what we do. We don't we don't say Karen, do you have your period? Like no, not okay, right? But we're working on that. We're working on the timing of the uh, the humor in the house, but yeah, it's just normalizing some of the things that we all go through day to day and uh hopefully they appreciate that when they get older. I don't know. I don't know. You know? I think it's important. I think it's important for 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 them to to understand. I, we never got that. Like I had no idea like what was going on. Uh, I had two sisters as well, right? Like I, no one sat me down until we had like we taught we were taught it in school, but like within the family, it was just not discussed. Um, and even like so, you can't. Um, so if if a uh, if a woman's on a cycle, you can't go to like certain religious ceremonies or anything like that, right? Um, and then I would ask, oh, why isn't why isn't my sister come? My mom would be like, oh no, she can't come. But she would never like. <laughs> Didn't tell you why. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't understand why. Like, and you're like, not fair. Yeah. yeah I, why? I why? Like... Yeah. Why can't? She, why? Why? No. I'd be like, why can't she come? Or why is yeah. she coming? And then I'd insist. Yeah. And then I think as I got older, <laughs> as I got older, slowly I'd get like, like I was drip fed pieces of information. Um, and it was hard for them, right? Like I think. Yeah. The it's a it's a different generation. Um. So yeah. I, I think it's yeah it's uh I think it's good. Um. Me. So I that, think it's good. Was that, was that fair? <laughs> was Sorry. That, was yeah. That good? 
Yes, okay, yes, 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 definitely. Like- <laughs> no, I think I think it was a good one because I think, like Rod said, I, you know, now looking back, because uh, obviously since being married, you're exposed to more, right? In terms of, yeah. and then you, then you, you know, start to put the pieces together. <laughs> oh, so that's why my sister was so grouchy because when I said this about her, or you know, you know so yeah. yeah, and and that's the thing. I think, uh, you know, it's okay for parents. Well. Hopefully the mum more because I wouldn't want my dad talking to me about that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> my dad will send me. It would be very confusing for the two of us if my dad sat down and tried to break that break what goes down to me down there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Let's yeah. not. I would rather figure it out myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put the pieces together, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or just be ignorant for the rest yeah. of my life. <laughs> <laughs> You might have um, to talk to your daughter about it, though. So you better get ready. Yeah, yeah definitely, like, definitely. You know, you know, you know. I think, yeah. I mean, I mean, it might suck for the daughter, but hey. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure Nish won't even let that happen. She knows <laughs> I'll probably botch it up. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. such a simple thing to explain, isn't it? Like it's more, it's easy to explain it to someone to make them understand, and then you'll never get it again. But our, our parents are insistent on just being like, no, she, like you said, right? She can't come. She yeah. can't go there, you know? <laughs> and then you constantly prod, you prod and prod and prod. Yeah, because, and then... but, that, that, but the thing, the, the difference, the difference with our generations is, if our if our parents was to uh, were to ask their parents why they were doing something or why they were not doing something, there'll be outrage. Like it was, this is the way that it is because I said so. You know what, what film is it? Some some Bollywood film. Like, Kedia, bus, Kedia. <laughs> like that kind of yeah, yeah, that kind of line, right? Like it's, it is it. That's what it was, and I think our generation didn't do that. We question yeah. we question everything. I think there's I think that is part part of what the what the difference is. Yeah. Um, and also maybe that's why you know they may not have answers especially when it comes to like traditions or religious ceremonies and things, some of the things that have been happening for years, you ask, well, why, why do we do it like this? And they're like, yeah, it's just how it is. But that's the way they're really trying to say to you. I have no idea. Yeah. I didn't ask. So I'm not going to answer. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a really good point. I never thought of it that way. I honestly have never thought I'm having like a aha moment. never thought of it that way that, they also didn't get to ask, so they only know because we, we. I just assume my parents would know every custom, right, and mm. have it, the custom book memorized. But you're right; like it, they they probably didn't know. They just went along and had to do it, and our it kind of dies with our grandparents, who probably have the best idea, if if at all, if they didn't have to come, you know, immigrate early here. But yeah, for us now, but I I think it's like, it's a parenting instinct though when you have to hear your kid question you because it's just even though we're educated enough to know that good for my kid to be curious that sometimes it's like shut the fuck up and just do it but you can't do that right so then you have to passive aggressively find a way be like oh i got my period early guys it's it's it's, it's, it's staying all month it's here all month it's not five days anymore science has changed science has changed changed. it's 30 days now so yeah right like it's sometimes you just want to be like just do it but but I do appreciate they challenge us because you're right. We we wanted to know those things, and now I I don't know why we do half the things we do too. Yep. You know. Um, I had a few questions just to talk through about the your your podcast. 
Um, what has surprised you since you embarked on this podcasting adventure? Like, what was some something that you're like, you know, unexpected that you came across or you've learned? Um, well, there's a lot of things, a lot of, a lot of things that helped me realize this is, this isn't about me. It started out about me, like finding my voice, hmm. um, this personal journey and 53 episodes in we're looking back now and we we're talking a lot about this is, this is not about my journey. This is about our journey. And I, I think that's the biggest going from me to we. I think that's the biggest thing that I've learned in in the fifty episodes is every time a new guest comes on or someone comments about an episode, you're like the community is building, the community is building, and you you think you have to stand up alone, and you realize that's not the case. There's a lot of people standing behind you or with you. So I think I think that was the biggest biggest thing. I didn't know what to expect. I honestly didn't know. I didn't know at all. And I still don't, you know, but we're going to keep pushing through because it's, it's, I feel important to keep talking about those stories. So, but yeah, it's the community aspect. I, I, I completely agree. I think that there's, um, there's just unintended or unexpected things that come out of, um, this type of work. And I, I feel like you just have to be open to, open to it all and also open to it, not going maybe in the direction that you think that it's going to go and that's yeah. okay right like it it may go in a completely like you may go on a completely different tangent um and I think we kind of try and do the same ourselves and just like you know we might try something new or um you know have conversations about different things that we want to try different topics that we want to cover and then often it ends up with like of let's just try it (laughs) like why 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 are we overthinking this just let it out and sometimes it might end up you know sometimes doesn't work sometimes it does and a lot I mean the examples that I would give is the trailers that we make for for the episodes some some of those were like I'm not sure about this one and those are the ones that actually are more impactful and get more views and more shares and more likes than then some of the ones that were like oh god this one everyone's going to find this one funny. And, and then he's like, nah, no, <laughs> no one, no one, yeah. or it, yeah. didn't, it didn't, it didn't do as well. So I think you're, you're learning all the time. It's a community, right? We have, I think we, today we hit 800 followers, right? <gasps> and like there's 800, pe- 800 people have decided to follow. Don't say that. She's going to clap. See? Yeah, <laughs> that's two claps. You got two claps. You each have one. Now you, you don't even have to share that last one I gave you. Look, you but like it's a community, one. right? And, and I think that it's, uh, just trying to understand what that audience wants um and and figuring out right and you're hacking your way to it right essentially because you're going to try different pieces and some things work some things won't um which is why feedback is so important for us and again for all those listening just please continue to give feedback um because it really helps us know you know how this is resonating or not right can i add something to what you said uh carrie my husband taught me something really important that sometimes he has to remind me is Sometimes I I get stuck up and think about what do my listeners, our listeners, what do they what do they want, and how do we keep them wanting to come back every week? And he's he's been so great at reminding me that it's not it's not about trying to think about what people want, but it's straight staying true to what you feel needs to be out there. Mm-hmm. And people will follow, people will join, people will be part of that, or they'll tell you like not into that. I I like to see more of this. So. 
I don't know if I could if I could offer anything. Something I'm actually offering my husband's wisdom, not even my own. That's how pathetic I am. Thanks, Kerry. We appreciate yeah, yeah. your wisdom. Uh, un, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Kerry. Now, now he's the bra. Fuck's sake! Don't yeah. take my friends I away from me. <laughs> God damn it! They always lose my friends because of that guy. Thank you, thank you, and thank you, Kerry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks, Kerry. <laughs> <laughs> Kieran, I had a question for you as well. I, I know mm. you more of a question, but. You're 53 episodes in, right? So yeah. if you look at from episode one to 53, as a person, you've grown, you've probably grown so much as well. What would you say to episode number one, Kieran? Yeah. Compared to episode number 53, Kieran? Oh, you're putting me on the spot. I've grown so much and I have to go with that. Um, that's a good question. Well, I I started out smoking weed before most of the episodes um, and I don't anymore uh, because I don't – it was sort of to help some anxiety or this worry. And yeah. I'm like, no, man, like I can't I can't get into this weird habit. And what's next, yeah. right? So I, I, I don't want to be present. So I, I realize I'm managing the anxiety quite a bit. Um, but also I think the difference, the, the big one is really working hard on uh, – and I'm still working on this, that interrupting thing. Yeah. Like sometimes I just get so excited and I want to finish it for you. I want to jump in and ask 10 other yeah. questions. And the last few episodes, I've been able to be quiet more, um, but I'm listening. I'm not quiet. I'm listening. And I'm feeling like the guests get to say way more in, in that in that sort of realm. So I'm appreciative of being able to take good feedback from people um, you know, don't want to say their names, but there's, you know, rhymes with Mary, uh, in, <laughs> in terms of, um, say less, say less, say less. So I think that's always been my issue and I'm going to keep working on that, but I'm no, I'm noticing a difference too. Cause it feels nice to be able to give this, this undivided sort of space for, for the list, the guests to be able to talk. So those are, those are like tack, like tan, tangible things that I've learned about me and, um, I, I think honestly, like the the big pieces are just people. Every time they come on, it's learning that in under their story, the biggest one is self compassion. Hmm. Like a, anyone that shared their their story, but whether it's addiction or um, you know mental health, even when I've had professionals on, it's always about self compassion. And I've been really really appreciative of hearing that repetition from yeah. from the guests quite a bit. So that's like the process learning and, and talk less. As your listeners are learning, she does not talk less. <laughs> like, no, no, get no. this lady out of here. I think it's good, though. I feel like the episodes that you do, um, they're, they're conversations which they really quickly go really deep. Um, and I think that's a talent. Right? Like, I think there's the some people just have a natural ability to make others open up Um and you have that and you can, it comes across in your episodes because within 10, 15 minutes of someone, you know, you, you start the episode and all of a sudden you've, you've gone to a place where someone's being like really vulnerable or sharing something really like personal. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we're all work in progress. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just, you know, figuring out, you know, where could you where could you improve or how, how could you know, how could you be better? Um, that's the first step. And then after that, it's like, well, do I want to do it or do I not? Yeah. We're like the hardest critics on ourselves mm -hmm. and 
uh, when you hear stories of people and their vulnerability and how much self-compassion they had to have or find to be able to find the light, it's it's inspiring to know that, okay, uh, some of these things I'm struggling with personally, okay, there's light. I can work. Like the body image ones or those ones always touch. Um, they're really, I find them really personal because those are some of my own struggles growing up and like really not recognizing until later in life and then having a hard time dealing with those. And when we have a body image episode and those are hard, those, those are the hardest ones to find guests that want to talk about that. Mm. People will talk about addiction. They will talk about divorce. They'll talk about mental health. They will talk about a lot. They'll talk about suicide, self-harm. But when it comes to body image, uh, it's a hard one for, for a lot of people. And, and that is like you said, the message that, Oh, we gotta, we gotta talk more about it. Um, but a lot of those guests have, have been really, really inspiring in how they have shared their, their story. And, I just, I, I'm grateful. Don't you feel grateful? Like when you get to have people on or when you hear from your listeners just about something that was on your mind and it's like this relief to know that, okay, it, it is on other people's mind. It's yeah, not just 100%, me, you know? 100%. Yeah. I mean, that, that's kind of the philosophy of why we started this, right? Like, yeah. I think we, I mean, that goes back to, I think when we were on, 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 on your podcast um, and we were talking about like the backstory of, how Bravcast came into being, yeah. which I don't think we've even talked about it on <laughs> on Bravcast, right? Like, I think yeah, the, first, yeah. the first episode kind of touches that a, a, a little bit, but I think we we go into a, a lot more detail because because Kieran very masterfully kind of makes us talk about everything <laughs> about you know and uh, like you know our deepest darkest feelings about why why they <laughs> decide to do this podcast. Um, but part of it was that, right? Like it was conversations I would have with Mick and I'd be like, Rob, Rob, is this uh, just me? Um, and Mick would be like, nah, man, <laughs> that's just married life. <laughs> but it's true though. And I, and I, and, and, and I think yeah. it's, it's important to, to kind of recognize what you're trying to go after because yeah. then you know, you know, how to play it and how to work the episodes and how to kind of like, you know, choose the topics that, that you think are going to uh, resonate with your, with your audience. Um, was there any questions, Mick, on your side that you wanted to cover before uh, we wrap up? Uh, there was one, actually. Um, without giving away too much, but what's next for oh, Middle yeah. Fingers Up? Any exci- Anything exciting that you wanted to share? And I'll put well, you on the spot here. Yeah, well, our, our one year's coming up, so we have a cute little thing coming out soon with that. Um, something I'm really excited, I've been working on um, a South Asian doctor who works with women's health and menopause and postpartum. And I've been working like all year trying to get her on. And so we're, we, we got a date down. And so I'm really looking forward to that. Just lots of unknowns in women's health. And it doesn't matter how old you are, 20, 40, 60. It's like, how many generations have to go through this before mm-hmm. we can get some more answers about how do we like, you just have to deal with menopause. That's just not fair anymore. So I'm really excited to focus on, on health um, and then we have a few, you know, a few other surprises that we're working on. So I don't want to jinx it, but hopefully we can get um, a few few other members from our community on that um, have been making quite a impression out here in Alberta and Calgary, just trying to help bring the South Asian community to light. Oh man, you're like, is that you again, Mick? You got a rowdy, South rowdy South neighborhood. <laughs> is that, is that you, South? Is you're going to hear gunshots next. Oh, shit. <laughs> Jeez, sideways too. Man, South, that's just going to be Nishma. Yeah, that's that's just my wife. Yeah, You're 15 minutes over. <laughs> I'm calling the cops. 
She would not need to call the cops, guys. Come on, we all yeah, know that. True. She it's is. True. She just called my kids. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We, yeah, there's, yeah. There's, there, we're working on a few, few people from our community that have been making quite an impression in in Alberta here, trying to get more events happening for our community. Uh, it's not these celebrations, you know, I think you guys were talking about, or was it the girls that were talking about the Wally at, at university? And I'm like, oh, yeah. oh my God, like that, that maybe in Vancouver, but it may be Toronto, but lots of other parts of Canada that just wouldn't be happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not to say it can't, and m- maybe one day it will. So we have some people in the community here that have been working really hard to set sort of the, this, the space for the South Asian community. So I'm really hoping to get some of them on to talk a little bit and maybe build some inspiration about how do you how do you do that? How do you get out there? And when, you know, from starting from scratch, Vancouver has a big in South Asian community and a big presence. So it hasn't, I think it's, it, they are a little head in some ways. So yeah, so those are some of the the folks that are coming on and then I'm dying to have my siblings on. That's like, I don't care. I don't need a celebrity. I don't need anyone big, but I'm dying to do a siblings, celib- siblings episode. I'm just a big fan of Alfred uh, Adler's whole piece about how you grow up as in the sibling line impacts your relationships and who who you are. And I, I feel like there's a lot of truth to that. So I am, I'm begging my sister. I got her on the 50th, you know, for a phone call. So I'm hoping she'll come back. Uh, but my brother, my brother will, he will, if she comes on, he'll come, he'll, he'll come most times, but yeah. So that's the one that I'm like actually the most excited to, to do. So what about you guys? Anything cool coming up? Well, we just hit our 25th, so I think that was our big milestone. Um, there we go. There's the clap. We are officially losing now. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think I don't I don't have I don't know. I don't have anything immediate in my mind, Mick. Do you have anything on your side? No, I think no, we've really spoken not, about it. Yeah, we've not really, you know, spoken about. I think we I think um you know, just us two jumping on at the moment. We're kind of enjoying it at the moment. And that basically means we have no one <laughs> who wants to join please, us. Please, no. please join no. us. <laughs> That's not true. You have your friend that comes on all the time. Yeah, so, yeah. Summit. <laughs> you have one one friend. We have one you know, friend. You know, I now seen now you have two while. others. We haven't yeah. seen him for a while, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, I would come back. on anytime. Any like I've been looking forward to this forever because I heart you guys so much, your energy and your just how you are in conversation. You're so inviting. You're so open um, that at any time you feel lonely and you need someone to, you know, or, or you need me on to make yourselves feel better because I'm really good at that as well. Yeah. Uh, I got you. I got you. Just Thanks, don't bro. stop doing what good you're doing. Out. Yeah. yeah, I got your bruvs. Thanks, bro. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's right. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna wrap up now. Um, yeah. Just wanted to give a massive shout out to Middle Fingers Up. If you have not heard of this podcast, check it out. It's available on Spotify, Apple, all the platforms. Um, great conversations, honest conversations, runs the gamut. I think you've had like everything from like i don't know what what are the topics like what's the, from one like yeah. one thing human to experience so yeah. all mental health specific you know it could be adhd it could be trauma uh everyday struggles postpartum grief and loss just things that we're all experiencing if you're going through it hopefully we're talking about it if we're not tell us we will 
or come on with us and, and talk to us about it. So just everyday life experiences that we're going through and trying to make sense of that's, that's where you can find us. And, and it's about being curious. We're just trying to open the door to curiosity. We're not saying one way is right or the other way is wrong. We're just, Oh, that's interesting. That's kind of what you you hopefully will find when you come on like, Oh, maybe. Uh, yeah, that's, you did a better job, you know, dropping my plug. Cool. Well, um, thank you so much, Kieran. Um, thanks for joining us on this very special episode um to all of the listeners uh thanks so much for supporting us um please 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 continue to give us feedback um or if you're not following us but you listen to the podcast just press that follow button it helps us immensely it really helps us understand um you know where the listeners uh, are coming from and then helps us kind of tailor the message appropriately so yeah, please keep sharing um, that input. Um, any shout outs, Kieran or Mick, that you'd like to give out? Oh, obviously, obviously, Kerry's getting a shout Kerry. out. He's, yeah, he's shout been, out to Kerry. He's been on Great. this episode, but not on this episode. Oh, man. I, he's going to be on your stories as the shout out. That's just bullshit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, shout out to Kerry, everyone. Everyone follow me to get to know my husband because that's what I am great at bringing you to Carrie. So uh, yeah, let's just shout out to Carrie. There we go. And Karen. Yeah, and, yeah, and Karen. Yeah. And Karen. Uh, to all the Karens out there. Yeah. All the Karens. Brilliant. <laughs> shout out okay. to both of you. Big oh, shout out to both of you. you. I don't know if, I don't know if you can add that on there, but you can say that I, I I made you. But yeah, big shout out to you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks everyone for listening. Remember, share the struggle, find the funny. See you later, people. Bye. Peace. Bye.